Welcome to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, presented by the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association, where you'll hear specially selected articles from our website that feature in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing. In this podcast, we feature an article that looks at some key upcoming developments from the pipelines of the large pharmaceutical companies for new drugs or existing drugs with new indications with blockbuster potential. For the text version of this article, visit dcatvci.org. This podcast is supported by Vetter, a globally leading contract development and manufacturing organization with long-term experience in supporting biotechnology and pharmaceutical customers, both large and small. For more information, visit us at vetter-pharma.com. So let's begin. The Pipeline Contenders. What drugs are making the mark? By Patricia Van Arnhem, DCAT Editorial Director. What are the key developments from the large pharmaceutical companies' pipelines expected for later this year? Which new drugs or additional indications for existing drugs have blockbuster potential? DCAT Value Chain Insights takes an inside look. Inside Big Pharma's Pipeline What are some of the key developments expected this year from the large pharmaceutical companies' pipelines? A recent analysis by Evaluate Vantage using Evaluate Pharma data highlights select candidates from the large pharmaceutical companies with key recent or upcoming clinical catalysts and their market potential, including some with blockbuster potential, based on 2026 estimates from clinical developments thus far. Highlights are outlined here. AbbVie A key upcoming development for AbbVie relates to results from Phase three clinical trials for Skyrizi for treating Crohn's disease and psoriatic arthritis. Skyrizi is now approved for treating moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In the first half of 2020, it posted sales of $630 million. Skyrizi is part of a collaboration between Bowringer Ingelheim and AbbVie, with AbbVie leading development and commercialization globally. The additional indications for treating Crohn's disease and psoriatic arthritis are important for potential revenues. Evaluate Pharma projects estimated 2026 revenues of $2.4 billion for the indications of Crohn's disease and psoriatic arthritis, which would represent more than one-third of Skyrizi's projected 2026 sales. Amgen AstraZeneca AstraZeneca and Amgen are targeting tezapelumab as a potential blockbuster for treating severe non-eosinophilic asthma. Tezapelumab is one of five monoclonal antibodies from Amgen's clinical inflammation portfolio that was part of a pact that Amgen and AstraZeneca formed in 2012. Tezapelumab is positioned in the asthma drug market by targeting severe non-eosinophilic asthma. Eosinophilia, high levels of white blood cells, is present in approximately 50% of severe asthma cases. Most monoclonal antibodies, including Sanofi's Dupixent, the expected market leader by 2026, AstraZeneca's Fizenra, and GlaxoSmithKline's Nucala primarily target the eosinophilic phenotype, and Amgen-AstraZeneca hope to carve out a space in the asthma market with a new treatment for non-eosinophilic asthma with tezapelumab. Evaluate Pharma projects estimated 2026 sales of tezapelumab for this indication. 
severe non-eosinophilic asthma of $1 billion. AstraZeneca AstraZeneca's immunotherapy, Imfinzi, is seeking to further its position for treating non-small cell lung cancer, or NSCLC. Imfinzi is approved in the curative intent setting of unresectable stage 3 NSCLC after chemoradiation therapy in the U.S., Japan, China, across the European Union, or EU, and in many other countries. It is also approved for previously treated patients with advanced bladder cancer in the U.S. and several other countries. Additionally, it is approved in the U.S., the EU, Japan, and other countries for extensive-stage small-cell lung cancer. Imfinzi is well-established in stage 3 NSCLC, but only after chemoradiotherapy, or CRT. Data from a Phase 3 trial with results released in late September 2020 evaluated Imfinzi with CRT versus CRT alone with a primary endpoint of progression-free survival. AstraZeneca reported updated results from a Phase 3 trial that showed Imfinzi demonstrated a sustained, clinically meaningful overall survival and progression-free survival benefit in patients with unresectable Stage 3 NSCLC who had not progressed following concurrent CRT. The results from the updated post-hoc analyses showed an estimated four-year overall survival rate of 49.6% for Imfinzi versus 36.3% for placebo after CRT. Evaluate Pharma Project's 2026 estimated sales of Imfinzi of nearly $3.3 billion for this indication, stage 3 non-small cell lung cancer with CRT. As part of a broad development program, Imfinzi is also being tested as a monotherapy and in combinations, including with AstraZeneca's trimolimumab, an anti-CTLA-4 monoclonal antibody, and potential new medicine as a treatment for patients with NSCLC, small cell lung cancer, bladder cancer, head and neck cancer, liver cancer, biliary tract cancer, cervical cancer, endometrial cancer, and other solid tumors. This article will continue in a moment. Support for this DCAT Value Chain Insights podcast is provided by Vetter, your strategic partner in aseptic filling and packaging of injectables. At Vetter, we support pharma and biotech companies worldwide from early development through to market launch and beyond. As a solution provider, we are focused on our customer success, offering a foundation of experience spanning more than 40 years in the production of aseptically prefilled syringe systems, cartridges, and vials. We offer high-quality products that support the needs of our customers and contribute to increased patient safety, convenience, and enhanced compliance. For more information about Vetter and our services, visit vetter-pharma.com. Bristol-Myers Squibb Bristol-Myers Squibb, BMS, is banking on BMS 986165, an oral tyrosine kinase 2, or TYK2, inhibitor, for treating moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. BMS 986165 is their heir apparent for BMS for Otesla, which cell gene divested to Amgen for $13.4 billion as a condition for U.S. regulatory approval of BMS's $74 billion acquisition of cell gene in 2019. Data from a Phase three trial are expected later in 2020. Evaluate Pharma projects estimated 2026 sales of $1.8 billion.
Eli Lilly and Company. Eli Lilly and Company is progressing a potential blockbuster, terzepatide, for treating type 2 diabetes. Terzepatide is a combined GIP GLP 1 agonist that would be the heir apparent to Lilly's Trulicity, which has compound patent protection in the U.S. until 2027 and until 2029 in major European countries and Japan. Trulicity, which posted 2019 sales of $4.1 billion, competes with other drugs in the GLP-1 class, such as Novo Nordisk's Ozempic. In June 2020, Lilly began Phase three clinical trials for cardiovascular outcomes, expected to be completed in four years, to evaluate whether terzepatide can equal or improve on Trulicity in reducing cardiovascular death, myocardial infarction, or stroke. Evaluate Pharma projects estimated 2026 sales of $2.2 billion. GlaxoSmithKline GlaxoSmithKline's Blenrep, a drug for treating multiple myeloma, also has blockbuster potential. In August 2020, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted Blenrep accelerated approval for adult patients with relapsed or refractory multiple myeloma who have received at least four prior therapies, including an anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody, a proteasome inhibitor, and an immunomodulatory agent. Continued approval for this indication may be contingent upon verification and description of clinical benefit in confirmatory trials. The drug was approved with a black box warning for ocular risks and is part of the FDA's Risk Evaluation and Mitigation Strategy Program which was developed to ensure appropriate use of medicines and requires education for all physicians prescribing the drug and their patients on the ocular risks. Blenrep is an antibody drug conjugate comprising a humanized anti-B-cell maturation antigen, or BCMA, monoclonal antibody conjugated to the cytotoxic agent, or a statin F, via a non-cleavable linker. The drug linker technology is licensed from Seattle Genetics. The monoclonal antibody is produced using technology licensed from Biowa, a U.S. subsidiary of Kiowa Kirin. Evaluate Pharma projects estimated 2026 sales of $1.2 billion. Roche. Roche is progressing Farizumab, a bispecific antibody for treating retinal eye diseases and that has blockbuster potential. The drug would compete against two other drugs that face near-term generic competition. Roche's Lucentis, which is approved for treating wet age-related macular degeneration, macular edema following retinal vein occlusion, diabetic macular edema, and diabetic retinopathy, and bears Regeneron Pharmaceuticals' ILEA, which is also approved for those indications. The Evaluate Pharma analysis projects estimated 2026 sales of Farisimab for the indication of diabetic macular edema at $610 million. Thank you for listening to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, and special thanks to our sponsor, Vetter, your partner in providing patients worldwide with high-quality injectable drugs. For more information, visit vetter-pharma.com. This podcast is brought to you by DCAT, the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association. All content contained in this recording is owned by DCAT or used with permission. This recording may not be altered, reproduced, or used in any way without permission from DCAT. 
For more in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing, subscribe to our podcast or visit www.dcatvci.org.